0: Hey this is Trinity welcome back to the Freedom in Christ podcast Um, after class a few nights ago I came home to prep the audio to upload it to the site and realized I had not recorded the audio and so it's hard to upload audio that you don't have so thus you get me talking back through the lesson and that's what I'm gonna do now Um, try to catch everybody up and to have an episode on the world's view of truth and really we're just going to be talking about um, our culture, the American culture, uh, Western worldview, and um, how that affects us. So we, we completed the first parts of the Freedom in Christ book, chapters one and two, or sessions one and two. One's on identity, who I am in Christ, and then we talked about the importance of faith and the role it played on the last episode. In this episode, we're going to get into the first of our three enemies that I'll introduce in a minute. And specifically, um, this one uh, episode is on dealing with the world system. Um, And so, I'm just going to open this in a word of prayer. So, if you're driving or listening, if you'll just um, pray along with me. Lord God, um, I acknowledge that I've often allowed the world system to influence me more than you. I ask you now to open my eyes to the world around me, show me things as they really are. I choose to believe you are the ultimate reality. I desire to walk in my freedom in Christ. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Alright, so um, so, what are some obstacles that keep people from experiencing their new identity in Christ? There's several, but one that we want to talk about, or I should say three. First of all, tonight, the world system, that's just a Christless system. Uh, the culture that's built uh, apart from God Um, and uh, then we we're going to talk about the flesh or kind of our harmful behavior patterns. We'll talk about that in a following episode and then finally we'll do one on the devils or devil, the fallen spiritual beings and the reality of the spiritual realm and uh, how we need to to take that into account. you know, if we're not, if we don't make, a, if we're not aware of these obstacles, this resistance, uh, then we'll end up getting tripped up over and over. And so, um, we need the knowledge of these things. We need to know about them. Jesus said to be as wise as a serpent and as innocent as dove. So the effort here is to increase our knowledge and wisdom uh, about these these enemies to our soul and to be able to combat them. But tonight we're really looking at this world system, or worldliness. So in the book of 1st John chapter 2 verses 15 and 17 it reads like this. Uh, John inspired by the Lord wrote this, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And then uh, he goes on to explain uh, what makes up the world or the world system. So for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires but whoever does the will of God abides forever. So there we see the world's appeal. First of all John mentions uh, the lust of the flesh and uh, notice the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes. What is lust? So just for our um, definition for now, it's, you know, lust is just a desire for more than God has created us for. It's a desire for more. Uh, lust can never lead to satisfaction because by definition it can't be satisfied. It always wants more. And so when you get to the lust of the, the, the flesh, the first one that John mentions, um, those are bodily desires that have been hijacked because of sin and are now harmful. Uh, again, legitimate needs uh, that have been hijacked so like food comfort rest a sexual experience all the lust of the flesh again appetites that have gone awry so that's lust of the flesh lust of the eyes is just an emotional or spiritual a longing for beauty and again this desire has been corrupt and so the lust of the eyes can be conquest accomplishment acquisition uh, Drivenness—it's—it's uh, a it's, uh, to want again, wanting more than God has designed us for—that we would see, and then finally um, he lists the pride of life. And there are different um, translations can can maybe paint a better picture for us. The NASB says the pride of life is uh, is translated a boastful pride of life. Amplified Bible says pretentious confidence in one's resources or in the stability of earthly things. Uh, Holman Christian Standard, the pride in one's lifestyle, and finally new living is pride in our achievements or possessions. And this could be material and intellectual, so pride in achievements and possessions. Again, the pride of life. And so the world's appeal to the lust of our flesh and the lust of our eyes and the pride of life can even go back into the garden in the original temptation. If you'll remember when the the serpent appeared to the woman, in Genesis 3, 6, it says, "...the woman saw that the tree was good for food," and again, there it is, the lust of the flesh. She wanted to eat, and there's nothing wrong with food, but in this case, it was a lust for more, and that it was a delight to the eyes, there it is, the lust of the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. Again, the pride of life. The Bible says she took the fruit and ate it, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. So this this illustrates, but it's also a reality. It's not just an illustration that even since the garden, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life have been temptations for man and can lead us astray. And these are part of the world system. We, in some ways, live behind enemy lines. Every advertisement, every... Uh, social media platform all continuing to feed this lust for more, a desire for more, a desire for more than God has intended. In class we typically show a silly little cartoon or I'll even bring a pair of virtual reality goggles that I have and um, you know we're obsessed with seeing in this world but it's almost as if we're, we're really wearing a pair of virtual reality goggles. The world is filtering the way we see things. Um, you know we we live in a culture that is not that doesn't emphasize faith it emphasizes sight. Um, you know seeing is believing but our seeing can't always be trusted. While the book presents various worldviews that you'll find throughout the world maybe um, you know animism or postmodernism. modernism um, uh, I want to focus today really on this uh, Western culture of materialism and uh, the faulty world lens that we're presented with every or trained since we were children, and it goes something like this: If you have the bookmarks, they're on the back of the bookmark, the "Who I Am in Christ" statements. But you know, there's different ways you could say it. You know, performance plus accomplishments equals significance. If I do well in the classroom you know, on my job, on the sports field, and I accomplish great things, I will be significant. Um, And then another faulty lens is, you know, status and recognition. Give me friends, give me security, appearance and admiration, make me accepted. So there's an emphasis on the way we look. And so for all of this, um, these are faulty worldviews. These are things that keep us and hold us back from our walk with Jesus because if we buy into these lies, if we believe this lens through which we live, we won't be living for eternal things. And nothing brings that more into focus like facing death. It's not easy to talk about, um, but for most of us, or at least in our culture, the worldliness, the thing, the materialism often starts to fail us when we have a, a family member, a close friend, or someone we know who dies. And then the question is, will our, <laughs> will our faulty worldview, will all of our stuff, will everything we have accomplished, will all of our trophies and awards, will all of that sustain us through death? And we all know that it's not, that it's shallow. Um, and so what we're calling you to do in this episode is just the awareness that we are truly living um, in a culture that is full of lies that want to get us to focus on just the here and now, our appearance, the things that we believe will make us happy. And unfortunately, people continue to fall into the same trap over and over. We're, we're chasing after something that will never satisfy because the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, it can never be satisfied because it really is. It's not about. What the Bible says is godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world and the implication, we're going to carry nothing out. And so godliness and contentment, what we have, not what we don't have, focusing on those things is a way to do battle and to ultimately throw away um, the faulty worldviews we have. So the challenge here is just to spend some time in prayer uh, asking God to show you Uh, to open your eyes to the reality um, of these worldviews that you may hold, that we may hold, that may be keeping us from a close relationship to Jesus. We may be so focused on um, the material world, the things we see, um, all that's in front of us and obtaining things, achieving things, that we fail to do the deep work on the inside of each of us and in order to do that we need to be able to step outside of ourselves and like I said unfortunately death sometimes is the only thing that can pull people out but I just challenge you this week to take some time even now uh, jot down some things that you can think of some faulty worldviews that you may hold and recognize that that those lies uh, are certainly exerting some control over the things you do daily and weekly Um, and, and we'll learn in the few weeks how to really combat those and change the way we think uh, like I said earlier next week we're going to talk about really the the, the other enemy um, it's not just the world out there but it's the flesh on the inside of us our the flesh and what is the flesh um, and we're going to talk about um, God's call for us to walk according to to the spirit and not the flesh and so I hope you join us back when we post the uh, other episode and I pray that something I shared today I pray that it helps you walk free in Christ.